What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, because we've had all this wild stuff going on over the past few days, we haven't really had a chance to break down some games, so we're going to do that today. Some game action, kind of back to our bread and butter here. Let's start in Detroit. The Orioles beat the Tigers 5-2. You're probably wondering why I'm starting off with this one, but hey, everyone deserves some love. John Means was on the mound for the Orioles. He got his first win since his no-hitter. He, I mean, he was on the injured list for some time, but, you know, at least now he was able to start without any injury, like, concern on his mind because he had been in the I.L., any trade concern on his mind because the deadline had passed. Everything was on the back burner. He was able to pitch with a clean slate and just focus on pitching. And he did that yesterday. He was in control for most of the game against the Tigers. This is his first win since his since his no-hitter. But six innings of one earned run ball with six strikeouts against the Detroit, Detroit Tigers. That's exactly what the Orioles need from him. You know, had been a few rocky outings here. But we know what John means. Like I've always said, he's one of the best pitchers in the game, quite frankly. And he was really good yesterday. But he got a plenty, plenty of uh, help from his offense. I mean, five runs was all he needed. But... Two for four day from Cedric Mullins. Three for five from Ryan Mountcastle. Two for five, Pavaleka. So it was there. You know, the offense was there. But for the Tigers, they just scattered five hits across the game and, and weren't really able to, you know, get much damage done. So that's that's a, a good outing for John Means. Good sign for Baltimore, knowing that, you know, their ace is alive and well. Let's head out to the Bay. Head out to the Bay Area. So the best team in baseball, the San Francisco Giants, continue to roll. But they're playing a good team in the Astros as well. But Giants won this game 8-6. And entering yesterday, the Giants hadn't homered in four consecutive games, actually. That was their longest drought of the season without a home run. But they got back to their homer happy ways in a big fashion. So five home runs yesterday from the Giants to outslug the Astros 8-6. to six. And they needed every bit of it because 8-6 you know, to six was the final score. Obviously, Houston's a good team, but Lamont Wade Jr., Donovan Solano, Wilmer Flores, Darren Ruff, and Mike Yastrzemski each homered for the San Francisco Giants. The Giants actually ranked second in the majors with 156 home runs this year. They only trailed the Blue Jays by one. They're at 157. But yesterday was a slugfest. I mean, Eight homers across both teams, but at the end of the day, it was the Giants coming out victorious against their counterparts in the American League, the AL West juggernauts, the Houston Astros. So um, good stuff out there in the Bay. I was just looking at the highlight of Lamont Wade Jr.'s home run into the Bay. Um, they're showing, I believe that's his mom. Yeah, his mom celebrating a splash hit into the Bay Area, which is pretty cool. But yeah, that's been a pretty good series overall. Heading to the Midwest, Indians, White Sox. Indians eke out a win, 12-11 versus the White Sox. Lots of runs in this game, but they rallied, actually. They rallied to put up 10 extra base hits in this game. I mean, that's a lot of extra base hits, but I mean, that's how you that's how you do it. Of course, slugfest, neither pitcher really had... Um, a great day in this one, so I'm not really even going to go into that. But, yeah, it, it was a lot of... If you look at the Cleveland box score, every single player had at least one hit. A bunch of them had two. 
Miles Straw, who was just acquired from the Astros, he's plugged in and playing center field leading off there. But yeah, everyone was was kind of just taking turns. The bat rack was busy. You know, guys coming in and out, and it was like it's one of those things like in Little League, right? 12-11, Indians win over the White Sox. The Rockies beat the Padres by a score of 5-3. And, I mean, Herman Marquez actually outdueled Yu Darvish. Not only did he do that, he homered off of Yu Darvish. So, you pitch, it was like an Otani game, right? We're kind of getting spoiled with Otani. We think that this is normal, but it's not normal. If this had happened in any other year, like before Otani, we would have been just like raving all about this. But, yeah, I mean... In his last two outings, Herman Marquez really hadn't been as good as he was before the All-Star break. He was an All-Star this year. Um, but his first two starts coming out of the break, he had given up eight runs over 12 and a third innings. But, you know, on the mound yesterday, he was sharp. Six innings, seven strikeouts, two earned runs against a good Padres team. Darvish got touched up. He's kind of getting touched up a bit. Six innings, five earned runs for you, Darvish there. Um, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr., he unfortunately over the past few days has, uh, you know, been on the shelf because he's re-aggravated that shoulder. He's obviously, you know, it seems like every time he dives or something like that, he pops that shoulder out of, out of location. He's been on the injured list for it already this year. He's missed some time with it. I think what they need to do is honestly just shut him down for the year and let him get the surgery because what it's looking like, it's like he's going to inevitably have a torn labrum or labrum surgery or something like that. So they, the Padres need to think of Tatis's career as a whole, the longevity of his career, rather than being so short-sighted and um, making things worse in the long run by having him continue to play on that injury. So I think it's time to shut down Fernando Tatis, but that's that's um, that's neither here nor there. That's just my opinion. But um, I, I think it would be prudent for the Padres to, to think long-term on that one. But his fill-in was Jake Cronenworth playing shortstop yesterday. And uh, Cronenworth homered, you know, entered the Crone zone, as they like to say, his 15th of the year. Adam Frazier, of course, at second base. Um, if Tatis is going to be sidelined, that kind of solves the the logjam that the Padres have because they did not trade Eric Hosmer. So Hosmer would be able to stay at first, and Cronenworth would be their shortstop, and they would just go like that because, it, you know, I, one of the things I was I was guessing was like, okay, they would trade Hosmer and then, you know, move Cronworth to first, but looks like they might not have to do that. Head down to Miami. Let's head down to Miami. So Anthony Rizzo has hit the ground running with the Yankees. He he just joined the Yankees the other day. He homered in his first game with the Yankees. And yesterday he was I mean he homered again. Uh he's front and center in in these victories they're having down there in South Beach against the Marlins and Yankees fans are feeling good about things. They're feeling some momentum. I mean, obviously, you're going to feel good when you beat when you beat up on the Marlins, but don't get don't get ahead of yourselves. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But 2 for 2, 3 runs scored, an RBI and two walks for Anthony Rizzo, the new Yankee first baseman. He's looking really comfortable in there and and doing some big things. So, good for New York. They're going to need it. I mean, they've had some really really ugly losses over the past few weeks. Um, like the, the few weeks leading up to the trade deadline. So starting this, you know, this home stretch of the year, like these last couple months, starting, you know, these last few months of the year, or let me just say starting this post deadline stretch hot will be very good for their morale 
and obviously for their their playoff chances, obviously. And if we head up north to the six, this is the first time I'm saying that in almost two years. We're heading heading up to the six to Toronto. The Blue Jays beat the Royals for nothing. George Springer went deep twice. Whit Merrifield, I mean the the lone bright spot for the Kansas City Royals, but at least he was able to extend his hit streak. But Alec Manoa was the story yesterday. Seven shutout innings with four strikeouts for the Toronto Blue Jays as they're playing at home in Toronto. So that's going to do it, folks. That's going to be it. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.